Kate Wheeler and I am in studio here with Christine Bentley and this is what she said on 105.9 The Region. We hope you had a great St. Patrick's Day and that you are um, feeling well because it is now noon. <laughs> um, we're happy you could join us however you feel. Now we have a magician in today. Julie Ng is going to sh- join us shortly and she's featured in the Science of Magic on CBC's The Nature of Things tonight at 8 p.m. and the dog follows researchers and scientists who are bringing magician's tricks into the laboratory. Mm-hmm. So this sounds the like The science fun. of magic. Yeah. yeah that's going to be good. Now, if you're still recovering from daylight saving time, the switch to it, we are talking tips for getting a good night's rest with sleep expert Alana McGinn and Leela McInerney. They, uh, she's a corporate trainer at Dermalogica Canada, and they have a new product called the Sound Sleep Cocoon, which we're going to test out in studio. Do you think we're going to fall asleep? <laughs> well, the not, sound not sleep immediately, cocoon. but if, great. if this helps me fall asleep, I think it does more than just help you fall asleep. But mm. anyway, we're going to let them tell us all about this, but it's great. And I'm, I'm in. I'm already sold. And, and, and if we do fall asleep? Well, uh, musicologist Eric Alper will be sure to wake us up because he's talking all about the Juno Awards, which are on next weekend in Vancouver. Mm -hmm. And we're also going to be joined by travel expert Candice Derricks, who's going to tell us how we can experience Disney outside the parks. And I'm telling you, one thing in there I think could redesign my whole bucket list. Ooh, okay. We will have spring style advice for the men in our lives with Sean Corman from Kari's and singing in our live studio sessions today. We have 14-year-old singer Sophia Blue, who she's going to be performing Small Town Heart. And if you miss any part of the show today, open up your podcast app and search What She Said, hit the subscribe button, and new episodes will pop up there every weekend. You can find all all of the links on whatshesaidtalk.com. We will take a quick break now here at 105.9 The Region. You are listening to What She Said, and we'll be right back. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. listening to What She Said on 105.9 The Region. I'm Christine Bentley, and joining us now is Toronto-based magicien and executive director of Canada's magical arts organization, Magicana. Correct. Julie Ng, who features in the Science of Magic Mm -hmm. on CBC's The Nature of Things tonight at 8 o'clock. Julie, welcome to the show. Thank you. So the science of magic follows researchers and scientists who are bringing magicians' tricks 
into the laboratory. Yes. So tell us about the dark. I've never heard of this. We're amazed. Well, it's an exciting opportunity for magicians to be invited to be a part of the scientific method to actually use the knowledge magicians have to understand how and what it is we actually perceive when a magic trick happens for us as an individual uh, observing. So the idea that magicians are sort of these intuitive psychologists, if you like, Mm -hmm. you know, looking at the opportunities of how do you actually get people to believe what isn't there is really there, or perhaps something you're bending reality a little bit. How does that work with the brain? And and, and why exactly do those things work? So the doc looks at all of the aspects from visual awareness to change blindness and all these really interesting facets of what we think we see that we don't see and what we don't see we do see. Well, you sort of act as a guide for the evening, right? Yes. And you use card tricks to show how magic can be used to explore human consciousness? <laughs> okay. Tell us more about that. Well, it's there's many different um, areas that the doc actually looks at. And one of the ones that we had some really great fun with is this idea of choice. Sometimes we believe we have a free choice in which sometimes we don't when you're doing mm-hmm. a magic trick. And it can be the other way around. Maybe you think you have a free, you don't have a free choice. And in fact, I am controlling your choice. Okay. I, I need to stop you here because this <laughs> happened to me. I was hosting a morning show and the amazing Kreskin was on. Yes, yes. And he had, he had taken um, items, watches, whatever, from everybody in the, in, the, in the studio, the cameraman and co-hosts. And he said, there's one that, that, that you're going to run your hand over the top of them and you will feel a pull to one of them. And I'm, I'm very skeptical. And I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, right. And then and I'm taking too long. Obviously, I'm frustrating him. So then all of a sudden, I'm feeling his hand on top of mine and right over the item that he wanted me to do. It's like, I'm being pushed. Like I could, and you I just, felt com- yeah, well, he was obviously, he was physically phys- pushing my hand down. Okay, so so like, how can, a- how can we, so here I can't, you know, reach you. Right. And on the dock, we actually have a very similar effect. So I'm hoping you'll watch tonight because there is going to be an opportunity for you to do something like that, but at home. So at there's home. no way I'm going to be able to press your hand onto any one choice. So you will hopefully uh, be able to do that. So you'll have to have three objects. You'll need something like a, a glass, a mobile phone or a remote control and something like a coin. So have those three, three things ready and we'll be able to have some fun in your home where I can't touch your hand and we'll see if we can help you make those right choices. So you were born into a family of, of magicians. magicians. Yeah, my dad was a magician. So it was, uh, I, I kind of was pulled out of the hat. There's photographic evidence of that. My mom has a whole other story. But... <laughs> so um, what is one of the biggest, most important things that you learned through that? Well, my father was, you know, the, the beginning for me, exactly how it all started. You know, a lot of my colleagues and friends in magic, they got into it for other reasons, but I literally was born into it. This is all I knew as a child, and I grew up with this. So it wasn't unusual that we had straight jackets in the house and boxes where my mother would climb in and swords would be, you know, <laughs> you know p- pushed right through. And soon it was me, and then there were, again, you know, we'd have this crate where I would go in and be all locked up. A curtain goes around it and my father climbs on top and on the count of three, we exchange places and then he's inside the trunk 
I have to undo the chains. I have to undo the locks. And he's inside. So you must have been the most popular house on the neighborhood, <laughs> on the street, right? All your friends must I, have wanted I, to come to your house. I thought it was me, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it turns out they all wanted to meet my dad. They there was when I was a kid, they all were convinced he lived in some kind of bottle, and so you know there were people coming over to the house trying to make sure that you know you could see Mister Ng. You know he, he mows the lawn like everybody else. Kate <laughs> thinks that uh, mediums and psychics should be should be part part of that realm. Do you touch on that at all? <laughs> well, we we don't actually, not in the doc. We're looking truly at the scientific methods in yeah. terms of a, a magic trick. A, ma- okay. a magic trick in the sense that there is a technique to all of this. There's an approach. There's a sleight of hand involved. Okay. But are you you're a magician. So are you debunking magic in this no, documentary? No, I, I don't think so. What I don't think it? so at all. It's not the show isn't about how the tricks work. Okay. It's how they affect the brain. How is it that it affects you watching the effect itself? Mm-hmm. So, for example, you don't have any money on you, do you? By chance, you have a bill on you? Alex, do you have a bill on you? If anyone has a dollar, I'll give you a clear example of this. I mean, I have a card trick to show you, but I think this would be a neat way to show it in terms card. of... I don't think I even have a... Like, I might have change no, a quarter right or something. Now. Okay. So, I'll give you an example in a different way. I mean, what we do is, you know, we're looking at the opportunities of choice. So, if, okay. if you were to choose something, I think you would think that... Kate, you're a great example for this, right? Okay. You, there's a... If you could just explain to everybody that, of course, there's a deck of... There's a deck of cards. And, um, they're all, and I've mixed them Face up. up. She's mixed them up. Okay. And now they're, they're face down. Okay. And what colors are the cards? The red. Okay. Go ahead and select one. Share it with Christine, but don't show me. Okay. Have a look at it yourself. All right. And as you look at it, mm-hmm. I'm going to shuffle the cards, but I want you to say stop. Stop. Place your card back. And I want you to, con- you, you, you said that you're skeptical, right? You can see your card. I can see my card. Your card is in the center of the pack, correct? Roughly, yes. Okay. And now I want you to go ahead and push your card flush with the rest of the other cards. So it's no longer protruding, but somewhere in the middle of the pack. Yes, absolutely. How could I know anything about your card? You couldn't know anything about my card. So by just casting a shadow over top of the deck. She waved her hand over the top of the deck, turned One the face card up. is much easier for me to find, and that, of course, is the queen of clubs. Now, how could I possibly know this? How could you know that? So... In magic, sometimes we have to cheat a little and... Because she's right. (laughs) (laughs) And in fact... That's a blue card. Yeah, it looks like a blue card there, right? Yeah. Would that be something if that was, in fact, your card, the Queen of Clubs, right? Yes, it would. Your card that was red is now... How did that happen? Because you (laughs) turn... It gets confusing after a while, doesn't it? Okay, but I don't, I don't understand. I, no, me neither. I'm lost. I don't okay, get so it. You're I saying, don't get it. So, you so say, you, how, can you, how can you have had something in your hand, a real thing, you look at it, you put it back, you handled it. How could we possibly change it just like that? I don't know. That, those are the things we explore in this documentary. How do we change the perceptions of... I think they're of, all double. Yeah, she won't let her look. <laughs> At any one of these. No, no, here, I want to see the back to see if, sure, if there's really a blue one. Christine, take, take one. Take one right out. Okay. Okay, share. Just as you did before. Okay. okay. I don't want to see it. No. Okay. All right. And place your card back again. Just no, for... I think there's there's a blue back to <laughs> you feel it somewhere. For your for your listeners, I want you to feel it. Do you feel it? Does I yeah. feel it. Yeah. Okay. Do you okay. Feel, are you okay with yeah. that? Okay. Are you not cards right going handed? back in? Yeah. Okay. Hold out your right hand for me. Okay, I'm going to place the cards on top of your palm up hand. I want you to hold those cards. Mm-hmm. Now, you can feel the deck there. Mm-hmm. Concentrate on your card. Mm-hmm. Concentrate. So perception is reality in this, and watch. Christine, one card instantly rises all the way up to the top of the deck. We have your card. Oh, wait a second. That, that was, was your, my card. Oh, my mistake. Here. 
Let me give it a little rub like that. Does that look more like your card, the Ten of Hearts? Oh, okay. That was okay. Pictures oh. were flicked on her sleeve, turned it over, and it turned into the Ten of Hearts. Okay. Amazing, 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 amazing. I don't understand how that happened. On the, on the CBC website, there's actually a little trailer up right now, I believe it's still there, where you can actually see how our eyes fool us into what we see. You'll see a coin trick, and I'll even teach you how the coin trick works. So my eyes didn't see what was actually there? Well, that's something for you two to decide. <laughs> well, She's I, good. Maybe if you I'm watch very good. good. <laughs> you know what? I, I don't even know why. I think we're... if you watch the documentary tonight, you might get some deeper insights. So okay. the science of magic is on tonight yep, at the nature 8 of things on, on CBC. CBC's The Nature of Things. Julie, where can people go to learn more about you? Uh, I would welcome you to come and visit us at the magiccana.com, M-A-G-I-C-A-N-A.com, or my site, and I'll spell it for you. It's magicien.com, M-A-G-I-C-I-E-N-N-E.com. And do you do you do performances? Do I do. I do a lot of performances, both inside of my own sort of work, but also with Magicana. I do a lot of work with our outreach program with children, teaching children magic to as a form of creative uh, therapy and for recovery. And I'm working up at Holland Bloorview Kids Rehabilitation Center. Oh, just around the corner from Yeah, us. just yeah, around the great. corner. Yeah. And we also work on the other end of the spectrum, performing, bringing live magic shows to senior centers across the GTA. So we go and we perform. It's, it's really fun, actually. I really well, enjoy that a lot. I've oh, never liked fun. magic, but now oh, I, I think love I'm magic. a fan. Well, I'm, I'm glad we've got yeah. some conversation. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm a fan. Now I want to, you know. All right. Well, you are listening to What She Said on 105.9 The Region. Check us out on social media at What She Said Talk. And don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this quick break. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. Today's the day to try something new. Second City Training Center is home to North America's largest school of improv. Whether you're looking to build confidence through a public speaking class, test out some new material at the stand-up drop-in series, or just want to stop by and see what's up with improv, they'd love to have you. Visit them online today at secondcity.com slash TC or call 416-340-7270. Saturday night at the movies, don't know what picture to see? And Brody's got you covered. Did you like the film? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Well, that <laughs> no. does I love your honesty. <laughs> Films about paranoia, I think they do us a lot of good. Because it's not happening to us. <laughs> I took your mom, Romy, who loves a good film. We laughed our socks off. I was so bored watching it. <laughs> a film critic who shoots straight from the hip. Saturdays on What She Said Talk. York Region, this is your radio station, 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to What She Said on 105.9 The Region. I am Kate Wheeler here with Christine Bentley. Well, if you're still not quite recovering from the switch to daylight saving time, never fear. Our next guests in studio are here to talk about one of our favorite activities, getting a good night's sleep. Please welcome sleep expert Alana McGinn and Leela McInerney, a corporate trainer at Dermalogica Canada. Now, Alana, why don't we start by talking about 
the sleep habits of Canadians. How do we fare as a whole? So actually, Dermalogica Canada recently did a sleep study on this, and it showed that only 11% of the Canadians were saying they were sleeping through the night. So a lot of... What? Yeah, that's not a lot, right? 11%? Mm-hmm. So whether they're up once throughout the night, twice, three times, um, they're not getting that consolidated sleep that we obviously need to repair and restore. Um, and that's even with a bedtime routine. And we know that the bedtime routine is important. And we will talk a little bit about that too. Um, but perhaps what we need to change in our bedtime routine um, will help us kind of sleep better and bump that 11% up a little bit. Well, what what do we need to change? So some things, well, especially going into the season that we're going into, going into the spring season, one thing that you want to focus on is that bedtime routine. So making sure it's hard to go from 100 to zero, Mm -hmm. right? And with our kids, we're always talking about the importance of bedtime routine, but then we as adults fail to do it for ourselves. So having that downtime, whether that be, you know, including things like, you know, mindful thinking, meditation, yoga, reading, including a great beauty regime, like we're going to be talking about today, incorporating, um, you know, different night creams and things like that. Um, But working on really kind of quieting, quieting the mind before we go to bed, working on our sleep environment, too in the season that we're getting into so clearing the clutter our rooms kind of become uh our bedrooms become something that we do everything in other than sleep sometimes they become our home offices our gyms our kids playrooms so clearing out the clutter and really working on does that include your spouse (laughs) (laughs) well you know actually there's there's a study that shows more and more couples are are in separate bedrooms and not because there's an issue with the marriage just because you want to sleep better. Okay, and the, and, the, and the, that's where we There's are. A rise I mean, in that. we've been married for I don't know what is it now. It's like a life sentence. It's 20, 26, <laughs> 27 years. But my husband snores, so yeah. do I. But I um but I wake up and I yeah. toss and turn and I like the room cooler. Right. So I I always start in bed, but I managed in our bed, but I managed to end up in the spare room yeah. with the window open just so it's, I can get a better night's sleep. It's mm-hmm. so common. You know, a lot of people, they think of, they think it's something that, you know, your grandparents did, but more and more couples are, mm-hmm. are doing it. And uh, there was actually a, a study in, in the U.S. for the Builders Association that showed that more and more new homes are being now built with two master bedrooms just because people want to sleep better. I think it's kind of romantic too. You get to visit. <laughs> you have the east yeah. wing, you have the west wing. So I, what what is a good uh, way to find that routine? Because I don't think the same things work for the same people. They don't. You're right. Meditation drives me insane. Yeah. I would I would be, have palpitations. I would be up and walking around. Yeah. I, I'm not into that. Uh, television does put me to sleep, whereas for some people it keeps them up. Right. Reading puts me to sleep unless it's a really good book and then I will go over the being tired just to finish yeah. just to keep on right. going so I know the things that that yeah. you know that keep me and I think people just need to stop and think okay when did I fall asleep when I didn't want to it's mm. you know what it's it's changing habits I think often when when we look at like the three pillars of health we're looking at sleep nutrition and exercise and when we look at sleep kind of gets overlooked because we know when we're not eating well. Like, you know what the food you're putting in your mouth because you can see it. We know when we're not working out. So we know that perhaps we need to eat better. We know we need to to work out more. We all sleep. So we might not be aware that maybe we're not getting enough sleep or maybe we're not getting the right quality of sleep. So it's changing habits. It's just like changing the habits in how you eat and how you work out. And that takes time. So it doesn't well, happen overnight. Okay. Oh, well, so, yeah, I was going to say, well, speaking of that, Leela. That's mm-hmm. right. So yeah. this uh, new sound sleep cocoon, it just just came out on the shelves um, 
March 15th. Exactly. So that's, brand new product that's a in brand the Dermalogica new product. family. So, so what does it do? Because it says, I will be transformed by night and glow by day. <laughs> and who doesn't want luminous, exactly. bright, glowing skin right. when they wake up first thing in the morning? Absolutely. So our new Sound Sleep Cocoon is really fantastic because it actually works to help repair and restore the skin while you're sleeping. And we might not realize this, but actually while we're sleeping, that's actually one of the points where our skin is doing the most work for mm-hmm. us. We actually see that our skin cells go into a repair and regenerative mode at night when we're sleeping. So it's the best optimum time to get really great key active ingredients on the skin, like you found find in our Sound Sleep Cocoon. And does it help you sleep too? Absolutely. So we actually have really unique technology in here. I'm sure we've all heard about essential oils, right? right. Lavender is one of those key ones that yeah, we associate with relaxing. Lavender spray, yeah. pillow sprays, yeah. that kind of thing, exactly. right? Exactly. So our Sound Sleep Cocoon actually has motion-activated lavender in it. So that way, as you're sleeping, you get this little burst. Okay, hang on a second. I thought we were talking about a cream. We're not just talking about a face cream. What are we talking about? <laughs> got... So this is more than just a face cream. This okay. is a treatment formula that helps to restore the skin, but also helps to relax the mind at the same time. And we do that with that motion-activated lavender. So as you're sleeping, it releases to the limbic brain, produces really great positive emotions, and can actually help you sleep more rest, or get a deeper sleep, and then also have more positive dreams. And maybe sleep through the night. Yes. That's right. Can you, can you show us that? Yeah. The, the, the... Absolutely. Sound sleep cocoon. That's the widget. So the widget. Sure. So our sound sleep cocoon. Go ahead. Try that on the back of your hand there because I want you to feel for yourself this revitalizing gel treatment. So just give it a pump down. Pump down. Yep. So this revitalizing um, treatment gel moisturizer actually works to envelop the skin in a cocooned cushion of hydration. So as we're sleeping, we lose a lot of that nourishment and moisture. So this is a great way Mm -hmm. to help replenish that. But we've also got... Smells wonderful. It's Mm -hmm. nice, isn't it? Not only do you have the lavender in there, but you've also got patchouli and sandalwood, which are also fantastic relaxing essential oils. Just press and top. it's a great it's a great thing to incorporate into your bedtime routine too. You know, as you're massaging your face, you're breathing in the oils. Mm-hmm. It's great to um, to include it into your bedtime routine. Oh, now that's wonderful, isn't it beautiful? And feel how soft and silky your hand feels after. That's what your skin gets to feel like when you wake up in the morning. It's like baby skin. It is. And so one of the cool things that we wanted to incorporate is, you know, we understand how important it is to have this great nighttime routine. Mm -hmm. So we actually developed a widget called soundsleepcocoon.com that you can go to off of any of your smart devices. And I'll let Alana take you through some of the cool elements of this unique tool. So yeah, I mean, you know, we're we're always talking about how we need to be removing tech from our bedrooms and stuff, but Mm -hmm. there is some tech that you can include into your bedtime routine that can actually help. And there's a lot of great sleep apps out there like the Sound Sleep Cocoon. Um, so like um, Leela said, you can get it at soundsleepcocoon.com. And then it has different things. So you have the, it actually has a sleep therapy playlist by Newcom. So this is going to give you those binaural beats. Binaural beats are, um, it, it puts, it's a sound that can put, uh, it's a tone actually, that can put your brain in the same state as meditation. So for those who don't like meditating, I'm the same way. I don't like doing it either. <laughs> this is an easy way. Twin mothers don't like <laughs> meditating. Twin it's mothers like- don't time to meditate. Let's hear it for one second. Let's hear something for one second. So people can download that. Yep. So you can listen to that while uh, during, again, during your bedtime routine. It also has tips on, 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 to help you sleep better. It's like nicer than white noise. Yeah. Yeah. 
So basically what it is, is it's, um, it's it, this is actually using a single tone. So binaural uh, sounds is when you have two kind of slightly uh, similar tones, one mm -hmm. in one ear and one in the other ear. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you, you would use a headphone, but how, how Dermalogica did it is they just did a single tone. So you don't need to wear a headphone when you listen to it. So you would turn it on, would it turn itself off and then you would go to sleep or... Would you, would you uh, then yes, have to wake yourself up. up to turn it off? No, no, yeah. uh, but it, you can let you, it can run while you're sleeping as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't sleep through that. Well, well and I think you might. It's interesting. It's like when noise canceling headphones mm -hmm, and different yeah. sounds and the, the white noise really do take it out. So there's there's the the beautiful cream that we mm -hmm. just tried, and there's this. What is this? This is this is. Uh, this is just a smaller this travel a smaller size. Tra yeah, oh, because travel we wanted size. to make sure that you were able to That's take it great. with you with your busy lifestyle. This is lifestyle. the wonderful yeah. thing about Dermalogica. You have everything in travel sizes. Yes, absolutely. We understand people are busy, they're on the go, but we want to make sure that you're getting great sleep and beauty routines and while you're living that busy lifestyle. So where can people go to find out more and, and to get the products? Absolutely. So you can visit any one of our local skin centers across Canada. And these are salons and spas that carry our formulas. Mm -hmm. Or you can visit us at Dermalogica logica.ca and get more information about the product or even find one of those local businesses. And I'm, I, I've got to tell you, oh, smells absolutely wonderful and I think mm -hmm. I'm going for a nap. <laughs> no, you can't because I am. Alex, you're on. <laughs> um, Alana McGinn and, and Leela McInerney, thank you so much for joining us today. This Thanks is wonderful. Absolutely thank you wonderful. for having us. This is what she said on 105.9 The Region and we hope we aren't putting you to sleep, but we're going to take a quick break while we do. Check out our Instagram page at What She Said Talk. We'll be right back. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. Passion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit kernsandco.com. 105.9 The Region, growing with you and your family. I couldn't remember his name And I probably should have remembered him So I wrote something on my hand For you to see to help me, help me Then I poked you and I showed you Welcome back to What She Said on 105.9 The Region. I'm Christine Bentley. Joining us now is musicologist Eric Alper for On The Record. And today, Eric, we're talking all about the Juno Awards taking place next weekend in Vancouver. Exciting. Absolutely, yeah. This is music's biggest celebration when it comes to Canadian music. And that was uh, the Tragically Hip. And Canadian singer-songwriter Sarah Harmer and Dallas Green will lead a tribute to the late, great Gord Downey. Dallas, who performs under the name City in Color, performed with Gord on the uh, 2009 Juno Awards in Vancouver to sing the City in Color song called Sleeping Sickness. And Sarah also has a relationship with Gord and the Tragically Hip. They backed her up on her single called Silver Road for mm -hmm. the Men with Broom soundtrack. Gord Downey, of course, was a 16-time Juno Award winner with the Tragically Hip and won a solo Juno a last year for Songwriter of the Year for his critically acclaimed Secret Path album. Every song that I've ever heard 
that was Arcade Fire. Arcade Fire leaves everybody with four Juno nominations 2008. They are tied with Jesse Reyes, hailing from Montreal, Quebec. The Arcade Fire was formed in 2001 and are definitely not newcomer to the Juno Awards, having won nine Junos to mm-hmm. their history. Like some parade. That's me! That was the Arkells knocking at the door. Yep, the Arkells and Jesse Reyes, Daniel Caesar, Arcade Fire, and now Diana Krall are all going to be performing at the Juno Award. That is, of course, the Arkells. They are up for uh, several Juno Awards. They won Group of the Year in both 2012 Mm -hmm. and 15. They're nominated for four Junos, including Band Choice, Single of the Year, Video of the Year, and Recording Engineer for their 2017 song that we just heard, Knocking at the Door. And that was so cool that they got got to go to the uh, the Olympics. They got to, from a tweet. Yeah, from they, a tweet. They it said, was awesome. They gave a shout out to the Canadian Olympic team. Next thing you know, they're on a plane. Air Canada says, we'll take you. <laughs> right? Go perform. The, awesome. The best promotions comes with people saying yes. Absolutely. Uh, now. Can I help it if I think you're funny when you're mad? Trying hard not to smile though I feel bad. I'm the kind of guy who laughs at a funeral. Can't understand what I mean while you're Bare Naked Ladies uh, is up next. Now, what's going on with them? Because I, are they friendly again? Well, kind of. You know, the Bare Naked Ladies, alongside the original member, co-founder and singer-songwriter Stephen Page, are going to be performing one time only at the Juno Awards, as they are all going to be inducted into the Canadian Music Hall of Fame. This marks the Bare Naked Ladies' 30th anniversary, marking three decades as legendary performers and one of Canada's most celebrated artists. They've won two Billboard Music Awards, multiple Grammy nominations and they've won eight Juno awards to their history don't expect them to be having a reunion tour anytime soon though I think this is just going to be the one night only show other dancers may be on the floor dear but my eyes will see only you only you have that magic technique when we sway I go And that was award winner Michael Bublé, our host. Yeah, Michael back as a host of the Juno Awards. He was supposed to do it last year, but of course, um, his son um, Mm -hmm. had health issues. He last hosted the uh, Juno Award back in 2013 in Regina, which was the largest event ever to be held at the Brandt Center there. So, Juno Awards coming up. Very, very soon. Do we know um, how uh, the Buble son is? I think he's all, all uh, Last well. I saw online that he was doing very, very well and that the family is thrilled with the medical staff from various doctors around the world, including Canada. Well, that's good. That's great. Because we do have excellent medical Yeah, medical lots of prayers help. worked. Um, okay, so and and when are you heading out to the Juno? Any second now. <laughs> Any minute now. I've got 19 Juno Award nominations to the artists I work with from 18 uh, uh, artists in 10 different categories. So which means I'll probably go, I'll probably have a really amazing night or I'll have the worst night possible. But you're going to be periscoping, right? Absolutely. I'm going to okay. be yeah. doing that. I'm going to be live tweeting. I'm going to be doing everything. Take lots of Kleenex just in case. <laughs> Kleenex and champagne. <laughs> Thanks so much, Eric. Have a great time. Thanks so much for having me. 105.9 The Region. Keeping the 905 in the know. She's magical, mystical, powerful wonder girl. You 
You are listening to What She Said. I'm Christine Bentley. In studio with us now is our travel expert, Candace Derricks. And today we're talking Disney. Welcome, Candace. Hi, how are you? Great. Specifically, how do you experience Disney outside the parks? Okay, so we just got back from Walt Disney World in Florida, which was actually our 16th trip. <laughs> with the whole family? Yep. 16th? My, my daughter is my youngest daughter's first trip to Disney when she was three months old. So we've been many, many times over the year. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I was thinking sort of this time going out was, you know, how, are we going to outgrow Disney? And I'm happy to say that we're not, that everybody had an amazing time. In fact, I think going with teens is a lot more fun than even going with them when they're toddlers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were, it was just a hoot this time because they're just at such a good age. Um, however, we did a land and sea experience this time, which really got me thinking about that Disney experience outside of the parks because Disney's so known for their ex- exceptional service and the way everything they touch is just sort of turns, it's pixie dusted, right? <laughs> right? It's, it's such a great experience. And so uh, I start to look a little bit more on sort of that outside the experience thing. So they have the cruising, obviously, um, that they have, but they have three new ships coming out in 2021, 2022, and 2023. So there's going to be all these amazing itineraries added um, to to their fleet, and they already go to places like Alaska, the Caribbean, and Europe. So I can't wait to see what they come out with Mm -hmm. uh, when these ships are launched. Um, Another thing that really intrigued me was their Adventures by Disney. So um, what started with two adventures initially has now expanded to 38 unique experiences across six continents. Give Give us an example. So like... Uh, a week in Italy, and they do the whole uh, itinerary for you. So you would go and you would do pizza making, and then you would go and you would do a uh, private tour of the Vatican. These tours are all pulled together for you, and of course everything, because it's Disney, is going to be such an an awesome experience. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a magical experience, to say the least, right? Because they are going to make sure that everything is perfect for you from start to finish. So that's what happens when you book a a trip through Adventures by Disney. Now you can do it in a a safari in Africa. I didn't even know about this. Right? Isn't that amazing? I I could just say, well, this is going to be my bucket list. Well, I mean, honestly, it really is just... um, top of, of, of the heap for family yeah. family travel, family luxury travel. There's a Norway experience. You know, of course, you're going to pull in some frozen, a little bit of frozen, uh, you know, things in there too. Mm-hmm. So, they, you know, they do touch on their little, their Disney stuff when they can, uh, which is great. But w- what I love about it is what they're going to, what they're really getting into now is a river cruising. To me, this is very exciting because I really love the river cruising um, through Europe but it's really, for, to bring your kids on a river cruise, your kids are just going to hate you. Yes, because <laughs> because the boats are smaller and they don't have the climbing wall and, and all that kind of and stuff. And typically, everybody's much older, mm-hmm. right? right. Your kids are going to be really, really bored on a typical river cruise. So now Disney has got into river cruise, uh, which is great. And it's so obviously now your kids are going to be on there and you're getting the, the best of Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, and you're you're on this river cruise that Disney is running, so it's going to have things specifically geared to the kids. And what I really noticed on our Disney cruise was that they actually don't Disney doesn't dumb it down. Mm-hmm. So a cruise is a cruise, and you expect that level of service and great food. And I really did think when we got on the Disney cruise, oh, it's going to be you know chicken nuggets and stuff. No, it, it's gourmet food throughout. They don't dumb it down for the kids. The kids get gourmet food too. And it sort of raises the bar on that experience for everybody. And um, the river cruising, I think, is going to be 
quite similar, if not better. I, I really, really am excited about that. I think that's a great thing. And they're doing through Europe? All through Europe, All yes. Through Europe. Yes. Wow. And so, and then um, there's the Disney Vacation Club. So the Disney Vacation Club um, is a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a vacation ownership program, which, you know, you think timeshare. Mm-hmm. But actually where they're, where they're different is that in a typical timeshare, you would buy a specific unit for a specific time of year. Right. With uh, Disney Vacation Club, you actually buy points that you can use at any of their um, Disney Vacation Clubs, which a lot of them are around, obviously, Walt Disney World. But you can use them on a cruise. You can w- use them towards Adventure by Disney. And then you can use them for Alani. Ah, the spa. Uh, no, the no, uh, Alani's resort in Hawaii. The resort in Hawaii. Ooh. Right, right, right. But they have right. the spa. Oh, I'm sure they have a yes, fantastic it does. spa. <laughs> it does. And that's why I said, oh, the spa. <laughs> so, you know, I really love that, um, that you can really use your points to, for any of their experiences, um, j- not just in the parks, but outside the parks as well. So where do you go, Candice, to find out more about all the things you can do with Disney outside the parks? Okay, so you can obviously go to uh, Walt Disney site okay um, so disney.com and you can find all the things you need there um i have a post up on my um on life in pleasantville right now uh really about how disney has ruined me for all other cruise lines so I'm <laughs> <go with> disney. <laughs> i'll never be able to go on another cruise ship again uh and um and then i i, I have an article up sort of about these experiences and I'll be linking out to all the different ways you can experience Disney outside the park. Excellent. So that's all on lifeinpleasantville.com. That's right. Thanks, Candace. Thank you. You're listening to What She Said. Follow us on social media at What She Said Talk and don't go anywhere. We're going to be back in a flash right here on 105.9 The Region. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. The Spark of Markham. CFMS 105.9. The Region. Welcome back to What She Said. 66 years ago, Kari's landed in the then wilds of Toronto's East End and has been a fixture on Danforth Avenue for as long as most people can remember. Indeed, Toronto's mayor dubbed president and owner Saul Corman the Duke of the Danforth. Saul's son, Sean Corman, is here today to talk about his father's legacy and give us a little help dressing the men in our lives. Welcome to What She Said, Sean. Thank you very much. Okay, so 1952, that's a long time, and your dad never left the Danforth despite being told he was crazy to stay there. Well, the stories he tells me is that when he got to the Danforth, there was apparently 40 other menswear stores. (laughs) So needless to say, the competition was uh, was there because everyone wore slacks and nice shirts and suits. And he's the last one, I think, on the Danforth. I think we're the oldest establishment on the Danforth next to the Catholic Church. He's been there 100 years. (laughs) 100 years. (laughs) So you joined your dad in the business in 2009. Correct, yeah. Um, Speaking of edgy, you're bringing a love of sportswear and Harley Davidson to the store. Yeah, well, what we had to do was a bit of a generational gap because my dad was running everything. So we've had to make a big change in the stores, how we buy, what we look at, what's going on, especially with millennials. They're much more relaxed in their dress. So I tried to bring to the store, and I had to learn very quickly because I – didn't grow up in that industry. 
um, how to buy, how to look for things, what the color is. Went through a lot of magazines, television, whatever I could find. And the thing is, too, that you are really buying a year to two years ahead. Correct. So now I'm in buying season for fall 2018. I'm just finishing up with some um, great suppliers we have. Boss, Canelli, Paul and Shark. And I try and get more color, the younger looks for guys. And things that are like, that are edgy, like uh, technical stuff. So technical jackets from Canada Goose or Parajumper. They like gadgets, so that's what we try to do. Well, being in business for that many decades, uh, is the demographic changing? Are you trying to change the demographic? Um, It's changed a lot. Um, The suits and ties is still vital to our store. We stick to specific brands. When I got there, I cut out about 40 different brands. It was just too cluttered in the store and focused on name brands, high-end Canelli, Boss, Copley, and our Roberto, which is our private mm-hmm. label on the main floor, and stuck with those. And that's been uh, an uptick ever since. You, you can't have so many things. You've got to really focus. And we're really an old school store that people appreciate the service. Okay, so, so let's get down to it. Should women be involved in helping their partners or their sons choose what to wear? Or is it best if we just butt out? No, it's actually important that... Uh, parents, partners be involved because it helps someone who doesn't know or needs help or they want to know what looks good. Me personally, I don't, I don't need the help. My dad <laughs> never needed the help, but people do. And it's important. And, and the spouses and the friends and the aunts, they bring freshness and they can, you know, help the person decide what they need to wear. Mm-hmm. A young guy is basically, it's, it's really easy. Charcoal gray, navy blue, black. He's going into business, white shirt, purple shirt. It's pretty easy. But mothers and wives like to put their input. It's important. Okay. Well, I remember, you know, when I was younger, men men didn't really like uh, shopping for clothes, Mm -hmm. whereas women love it. Totally changed. But but my boys had really, and they're identical twins, had very, started to get very distinct tastes, very different, to the point where by the time they were 16, I couldn't buy anything for them. I mean, they, they wanted to pick their own stuff. And... And I think that's much more the case now, today. Yeah, yeah, you see a lot of young guys come in. Well, it, it depends. If it's a wedding, the, the, the lady comes in or they, they'll come in with the whole family and they'll kind of pick and choose the colors. But in the end, he's pretty much telling you what style he likes. Mm-hmm. And whether it's peak lapel or notch lapel like I'm wearing today or what color, he, they pretty much will let them let them go to the direction. And also when you're 16, 17, you're trying to find your own way, develop your own style right away. Well, so, so let's talk about job interviews. It, it's always been said that one should dress for the job one wants. Is it always appropriate to wear a suit for an interview or is that too stuffy these days if you're going for, you know, a job at Google? <laughs> well, if you're coming to a job at Corey's, you got to mm-hmm. have a tie on because the first thing... Mr. Corman will say, well, if you're working in a men's store, we wear ties. Now, on Sundays, we'll all relax it a bit. You can wear jeans, sport coat, but you always got to have a tie on. And it's not really that stuffy. But, you know, other than a bank or uh, on Bay Street job, shirt and tie. Uh, Google, I wouldn't know because I'm not. And <laughs> <laughs> the tech thing. So, so what do you find? So, so are people, I mean, I... I used to love it, and like the 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 fifties look, the sixties, the mods, that the all all the the really dapper men who who would dress up superbly, and then we saw you know grunge and everything come in, and then there was casual Fridays, which sort of took off. Are they still in existence? Uh, no, and that was a very huge problem for my dad. He really hated that <laughs> casual Friday because 
some of the clients would like he would say like I don't want to if I'm going to the bank I want someone that's going to treat me and respect me and the way they dress is they mm -hmm. respect themselves and they respect the client except is that a generational thing I mean we saw the whole metrosexual look which was sort of in between uh, what our kids wore in high school and the bank right something a little edgier and that sort of had confused the lines forever mm -hmm. I, I I don't know if if younger generations feel less respect um, uh, we don't for we, somebody without a tie we don't see it so when someone comes into the store and wants to get a suit for their wedding right and they could be anywhere from 20 to 40 or more they want the suit the tie the whole together same with guys that are articly in in law firms mm -hmm. or accountants they want the charcoal gray navy blue black suit hence that's why in our Alberto two suits for 798 we sold last year about 4200 suits so that tells me guys are coming back to dressing up and for the guy who wants leisure on the weekend but wants to go out nice lightweight uh, sport jackets sport shirts different color and you can do it up or do it down with a, a, a dress shirt Right. You know, so what would you say the difference is between style and fashion when it comes to menswear? There well, as far as style goes for menswear, it's, it really hasn't changed that much, except for the fact now you have two button, everything is mm -hmm. slim fit, stovepipe pants. Oh, like my husband hates the fact that everyone, yeah. everything is slim fit. So, <laughs> very slimming and uh, they, a tighter look right. as far as that goes. For the guy on the weekend that wants to chill out and relax and but go out for dinner and, and dress nice, he'll wear an unconstructed sport jacket, a t-shirt, and a pair of jeans. Our denim, what you're talking about with generation, the, our denim has done a huge uptick. So they'll wear a denim, a nice pair of running shoes, and a sport jacket. Okay, so if someone's looking for a gift, say, what's going to be a go-to for spring-summer this year in menswear? Um, light. Uh, unconstructed sport jackets are huge for spring. Um, the Eton shirts, uh, we call them hybrids, so you can wear them with a tie or no tie. And knit ties are huge, have come back. And the color this year is gray and navy blue. Gray and navy and blue. Has it not always been gray and navy blue? <laughs> well, for, when I first started, it was charcoal gray black. And then all of a sudden, they came out with all these different blues. So like powder blue, French blue, French blue Mediterranean yeah. blue. And for weddings, huge. And for weddings, we're seeing uptick, uh, custom-made tuxedos. Please really? tell me they're not blue. Uh, no. <laughs> so I guess James Bond 007 looks so white. So white on off-white. But you can't wear white. Um, you can only wear white in the summer. A, a dinner jacket, a white dinner jacket. You can't wear it all year round. That's very, yeah. that's a very big no-no. can't wear one no -no. after Labor Day, right? Well, no, no, no. <laughs> for, for women in fashion, but as I understand it, a dinner jacket, I know because my husband was going to wear a dinner jacket, a white one, and my mother came down and she looked horrified. And she's like, you can't wear that in winter. You just, you just can't. It's not done. Yeah, it, I would say, and this, that's the other thing with fabrics. So with fabrics, people color. So mm -hmm. yes, in the springtime, summer, lighter fabrics. In the winter, uh, darker fabrics. As far as the, the weight of the fabric, 12 months of the year. In, unless it's linen, you can wear these suits all year round. Color, I definitely would say geared to spring, lighter looks in the fall little darker looks that's why i like dressing up for fall the sweaters the browns the nice uh, earthy tones we have a quote from your father just before we we go it says i love my family and i love everything i do i learned to love retail but i really made retail show business and that's what i love that's that sort of sums up everything he must be really glad that you've joined the family business yeah and hence that's why he comes to the store every day at 85 years old and <laughs> 
<laughs> managed to get the radio stations to hook up the speaker so he doesn't uh, hook up the microphone directly to the radio station so he doesn't Perfect. Have to leave. Well, tell us the address, although I'm pretty sure radio fans across the GTA can reel it off. 569 Danforth Avenue in the heart of Greektown. And the website is? Sean at Corey's.com or Corey's.com. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate and it. And I might have to drag my one of my <laughs> sons down there one of these days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This is What She Said, and we'll be right back on 105.9 The Region. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. Fashion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit kernsandco.com. Today's the day to try something new. Second City Training Center is home to North America's largest school of improv. Whether you're looking to build confidence through a public speaking class, test out some new material at the Stand Up Drop-In Series, or just want to stop by and see what's up with improv, they'd love to have you. Visit them online today at secondcity.com slash TC or call 416-340-7270. York Region. York Region. Radio from your point of view. 105.9 The Region. But we don't have to be apart. So I'm giving you my heart. Through the thunder and the dark, we work it out. Welcome back to What She Said. I'm Kate Wheeler. What you are listening to is Work It Out, the new single by 14-year-old singer Sophia Blue. Welcome to What She Said. Hi. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> now, tell us how you got started in this business at such a young age. Um, well, I've always been singing, but I've been singing at community events. Mm-hmm. Um, I like singing for other people. I sing. I've used to sing at like lots of Christmas concerts, and um, I offered to sing at one of my uh, concerts for dance. And that's basically where I knew I really, really wanted to sing. Um, And so we started taking singing lessons. And I also play other instruments. So I like to sing and play the instruments. Obviously not the the ones I have to use with my mouth, but like piano uh, and stuff. Guitar and flute. Yeah. Yes, guitar, flute, piano, and ukulele are. Oh. I have two new ones now. Oh, no. <laughs> you recently contributed to the Canada Sound Album Project with your track Small Town Heart. What was yes. that like? It was an amazing that? experience. I was working with amazing artists, one being Carl Wolf, who I've always loved listening to. And so that was a really a cool opportunity. To, I got to meet him and I got to um, share my music with him. And that was a really cool experience. So you're going to perform that song for us yes. in a moment. That's excellent. So tell us what's coming up next for you. I have one um, in the Blue Mountain Village for March break on Wednesday. Um, and I'll be performing some of my originals and a few covers as well. Excellent. So um, where can people connect with you and find you online? Um, I have Instagram and Facebook. That's Sophia Blue Music. Um, And I also have a website, which is just SophiaBlue.com. SophiaBlue.com. And and what do you see yourself doing in the future? What's your dream? Well, um, really, wherever this journey takes me, I 
I've always loved singing, so I want this to take me far, but I also have a backup plan, so I really want to go into medical school. Wow. Uh, I'm thinking of it, and then I thought there was, like, a lot of years of school, but, like... I think I can. I think I can manage with all those years. Well, of the school. thing is to get a best-selling song so that you can pay all the bills for medical school, right? Yeah, exactly. There you go. It's a plan. I could be a singing doctor. Ab- I think it would. <laughs> I, I, absolutely. You know, the singing surgeon. I think, I think she's go all a way. poster child. <laughs> a perfect fourteen-year-old. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we are very excited uh, to hear you. Know, you. And you're from Blue Ma- from Blue Mountain in yes. Collingwood. Yep. That's- now we just want to ask you this. When you have five Grammys, you will come back on this show, right? Of course, I'll always come back. Yeah, and and you'll do a little bit of medical stuff for us. Yeah, (laughs) we may need it. (laughs) Well, that is is, uh, what she said for this weekend. Be sure to uh, check us out at whatshesaidtalk.com where you can watch interviews, performances like Sophia Blue and find all of our social media links. Singing us out now on 105.9 The Region, here is Sophia Blue performing Small Town Heart. ever been yeah and I'm waiting for this dream to take me away these reflections are like signs in the mirror that I've never seen yeah and no matter where it leads me a part of me stays Picture perfect fantasies Always get the best of me Trying to find out what it means As I come into my own It could take me far from home I won't forget these stars Small town heart That beats with bigger beans Lights up every faded dream Small town heart When nothing's out of reach Cause it's never made believe I'll surrender to the wind and where I wind up Only time knows Yeah Always ready for the world to show me the way Picture perfect fantasies Always get the best of me Trying to find out what it means As I come into my own It could take me far from home I won't forget Stars. Small town heart That beats with bigger things Like the better faded dream Small town heart When nothing's out of reach Cause it's never made believe Where it all begins It will stay within Never gone for long Always here until the end When the future calls your name You're giving no chance to waste So no matter what they say There will always be a place For a small town heart That beats with bigger beans Lights up every faded dream A small town heart Nothing's out of reach Cause it's
What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's take this outside. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.